Welcome back to another episode of Unemployed. I feel so unemployed today. You know, you have those days you wake up and you're like, it's raining. I have absolutely nowhere to be, nothing to do. I cannot do anything. I can't get out of bed. That's like every Monday lately. Uh, I'm Anna Roisman, uh, your gal of the hour, and I'm here with Ellen Burke. Ellen, what's going on? Uh, yeah, this rain. I feel like I didn't get any of my steps in today, which is upsetting. Um, I'm going to have to do some late night. Who's getting steps in in a pandemic? Are you walking? Are you really getting like that, that walk in a lot? Uh, yeah, I try to get at least, you know, 5,000 steps in a day. Oh, Otherwise, wow. Otherwise, I feel like a piece of crap. Um, I didn't get out of bed until like one. Um, oh, I was doing so work nice. and by work, by work, I mean, I was on Twitter on my phone, uh, but it felt like work, you know, because <laughs> that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, it's hard work keeping up with all those tweets. They just keep coming. Thanks. You know, today, a lot of them are unnecessary and my Instagram stories. But you have those days where you're just like, I just want to put anything out. I don't even think about it. It just fired out. You fired out. You had a good tweet today that I liked. Oh, that really? was like, all I want for Christmas is more work. That is true. I, you know, I thought I thought manifest it, you know, put it out in the universe. Yeah, I liked that one. I was like, I, would, yeah, I, I can I can relate. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people who listen to this podcast could agree with me. All, all we ever want for Christmas is is more work, right? I mean, that that's pretty much... Unemployment is fun to a degree. And then you have days like today where you're so fucking restless and you're like, God damn it. I wish I was like, I wish I was on set, like hosting a real TV show, like making good money right now. Yeah. I'm sure the people who are listening who have full-time jobs to like, the, the last thing I want is more work right now. <laughs> I want then give no me work. your work. I'm very good at work. Yeah, when whatever, I, guys. You're about to take your PTO. Like, <laughs> don't worry. You'll Despite the brand, Ellen, I work really hard when I have a job. I mean, we've worked together. You've seen me work. I got, I got ethic, work ethic. Yeah, that's kind of that's how it is in this industry. You know, this crazy industry where don't like, you hate that word. Don't you hate that word coming out of your mouth? <laughs> yeah. Industry. But I don't know if other people feel this or if you feel this when the holidays are coming around, when the holidays come up, I know most people like check out, you know, for like weeks at a time, especially in entertainment. It's like come like the week of Christmas until like two weeks after January one. It's like people are just no one's going to return your email. You can't really ask anything of people. You can't really like plan meetings because people are like busy with holidays. But like, is it the same in a pandemic? <laughs> like, are you going to Barbados with your family for a lovely holiday vacation? Or like, can I email you something important? <laughs> You know? It's definitely not the same, but I think it should still be. You should still have that time to not have to check your email. To just shut like off. Totally shut off. Yeah. So I hope people do that. But yeah. I don't know. We'll see. But if I happen to email you and it's like, you know, timely or like you can tell it's something I really put the time into, I'd love just like a, I'll get back to you soon. <laughs> you know? That's what uh, those automated email responses are for oh those give you know? me a heart attack literally when do they they make me so stressed out like a work related like 
like you spend so much time, not not so much, but sometimes you have to write out an important email and you read it over and you edit it and, you know, you save it in the drafts. Oh, a better time to send it will be tomorrow at 9 a.m. versus tonight at 11 p.m. I go through this a lot in my lifetime over the years. And then you get that automated reply and you're like, Hoo! it's like <laughs> it gets you in the stomach and you're like, oh, I spent all that time and they're not even going to read this for like weeks. Someone should have a good at like what you were saying before, how we should treat this vacation normally, even though like people are yeah, staying 100%. home. I think you're I think you're all listen to me, all you employed people. I think your automated reply emails should reflect that. And I think they should be like witty this year, you know, and be like, hey, I'm not out of town right now. I'm actually on my couch four feet away from this computer. But unfortunately, I have shut off mentally and will not be replying to your email until the new year. Have a great holiday. <laughs> I love that. Everyone, please make your automated responses funny this year. Oh, my God. I think I want to write a bunch of them. I'm going to write a bunch of them and put them out and pitch yeah, them Yeah, use somewhere. these for free. This is my gift to you. This, this is, is Anna's gift. This is me. Yeah, I'm going to write. I think I'm going to do that. I think that would be really helpful coming from me, you know, someone who doesn't have an office or business email. <laughs> oh, wow. Thanks. I was inspired. Oh, my God. I can't wait for our episode today, Ellen. It's a reunion. This is our this is our Christmas reunion. Yes, the ladies of HQ the together ladies reunite. You know her as the host of HQ Sports, and she is also an amazing host on QVC. She does sketchers, and she's the coolest person around town. We've got Lauren Gambino on the show. <laughs> I know we like that intro needed some horns. Yeah, we need <laughs> Ellen. We can put those in, right? Those sports horns, like pew, pew, pew. Yeah, burr, 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 burr. yeah. yeah. She'll get that in Love post. It. We'll get that in post for sure. <laughs> so good, so good. Yeah, <laughs> cut out my lame horns. Put the good ones in. <laughs> Hi guys. Hi. Hi. This is so nice. The women of HQ reunite. Uh. In Reunite. On a Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> on a Zoom. You know what? It's fitting because I walked by Gatsby's today and they're closed. Oh, no. For good? Another, it looks like it. There's oh. a big, like, for rent sign. Oh. So that was like our, our HQ sad. haunt. Yeah, yeah, that was like this random bar in Soho that it was great. They were fun and they were great to us. And we would go there some nights after work because we hung out. We became mm -hmm. friends at work. Yeah. It was we the all... only bar in Soho that was rarely completely full so that was the one that we loved going to <laughs> yeah which makes sense why it's for rent no i'm sad to see it go <laughs> oh no <laughs> Helen's like, that's true that place never had business <laughs> even um. in the normal days uh, but how have you been tell the people how's your quarantine your your pandemic been i know we've caught up like on text every so often but i haven't seen you yeah, I mean, probably about the same as yours, mm -hmm. you know, just trying to like hunker down and stay safe. Um, I got to travel a little bit for work, which I'm sure we'll get into. But even that, I mean, like traveling during a quarantine Scary. or a pandemic really is, it's crazy. So yeah. yeah, I mean, so that was like a little adventure that I got in the last, what is this now, eight months, 10 months of this? Um, I lost months. track. I, I know it's Nine, still months, yeah. it's still 2020. Um, <laughs> still <laughs> not New, there yet. We're close. <laughs> New Year's is coming, and I'm worried if it if we're gonna be like, ugh, it's still 2021. But anyway, that's another story for another time. Yes, yes, so, yes, yes. But you're doing well. You and Steve yeah. and Bert, obviously. And Bert, he, there he's he's in the background sleeping right oh, now. Oh yeah, Aww. I didn't even <laughs> notice him there. Kind of blends in over there. He's so um, cute. He's good. 
Yeah. Everyone's good. Yeah, we're, I mean, we're making the best of it. You know, we're, we're doing park walks a whole lot more, exploring our neighborhood, trying to support restaurants in our neighborhood. That's nice. And that's really, it's all we could do, right? I saw you've been spinning. I've been spinning outside. You've been spinning outside. Yeah, outside. So in um, <laughs> May or June, my, my cycle studio opened for outdoor rides. And yep. it was great all summer long. It was perfect. I mean, there was a couple, like... 98 degree days with like 100% humidity that we were all kind of dying. Too much, Um, But I will take that over the like 29 degrees that I've been doing it lately. So, yeah. Yeah. It's still good uh, to be outside exercising. I did a couple of Soul Cycle classes in Brooklyn Heights because they they put the bikes in outdoor tents. They look very funny. We must look hilarious to people walking by, right? (laughs) Like they're, they're like under a tent and all these people are like layered up and you're like riding on a bike and there's an instructor like speaking. But Do you wear headphones for it, right? Like so you're not. Wait, you're in an individual tent? Everybody has their own tent? No, no, no. It's a big tent. <laughs> I am picturing like the little... I would love... Yeah, that my own sounds tent. cool. I like you that. Because <laughs> they're doing that now. They have like ig- igloos for restaurants. It's like yeah, party of yeah. one in a in your own little tent on the street. They're I pictured so you on a bike like that. <laughs> no. And now caved, I want that though. image. Oh my God, we caved though. We ordered the Peloton. <gasps> Good for what? you. I know, Big you announcement. Guys, this is, huge. It's a huge announcement. This is me like telling the world like I'm having a child. I a Peloton Basically. is a, apparently arriving on January 7th. There's mixed feelings about it, but um, but that's a great problem to have. <laughs> Truly. Congratulations. Oh, wow. Congrats. We thought about it for a while, but we can't, we just don't have the space. And plus, I feel like if I got it, I'd never use it. Oh my God, I do not have the space. My dad keeps saying, where are you putting it in the fucking hallway? Like, I have absolutely no space, but the bathtub. guess what? The bathtub. <laughs> I really don't care right now. Yeah, like, it's literally going to sit in the middle of my room, and that's just how life will be for a while until one day I can afford a bigger place. <laughs> I, know, I just feel like it, it's so tough, especially now that, like, my spin studio is going back indoor, but they're limited. They're only allowed to have a sure. certain number of bikes. So like every class is waitlisted. And if you're like a little spooked to be going inside and working out or like it's difficult, you have to wear the mask the whole time. Yeah. And that's, that's really hard. hard to breathe. Yeah. Um, I, I got you that little like, Megan cage. Roop. Oh, who is this? Megan Roop. She's my girl. Shout out to Megan Roop. I don't work for her. <laughs> I bought her entire year <laughs> worth of, of workouts, but it's dance cardio. I'll Ooh. tell you about it after. I'll send All it to right. you after. She's fun. It's yeah. actually really fun, and I keep it. I sweat more than I do in spinning. I just have a hard time working out at home. I yeah. like need to go somewhere. I need to have that motivation. I tried with the mask. I bought those like little cages that oh, go inside, that. so you could like breathe a little yeah. better. Um, it helps a little, but whatever not you gotta quite. do. I feel like everyone needs to find their thing right now something. and something. Bake, workout, whatever the hell you're doing. Get a kitten. Right. Ellen got a kitten. You know, <gasps> I did Congrats, something. E? Thank you. Oh my gosh, what kind of kitten? What's oh my it god, saying? everyone had a baby. I got a bike. You got a kitten. <laughs> she's a little gray cat. She kind of looks like a Russian blue type cat, and she's like six months old. She's super playful and does all the kitten things so yeah she's adorable what's her name maggie 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 how cute she's the best i'll let you know when i name my bike i don't know what it's yeah you have to to. it's gonna take up that much space you have to 
What if I name it just roommate. like Chad? You know, like I'm. I'll be back. I'm gonna go ride Chad. That just Ooh. would make for yeah. That sounds good. It sounds that's good. good. Right? Yeah, that's good for someone to overhear that if you're like going, you know, back into like, the apartment. Oh, wow. Spicy, yeah. spicy gossip. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my god. Well, you seem well. You look great, honestly. Oh, you thanks. look put together. Wow. You, yeah, you really do. I told Ellen I didn't change. I didn't get it into clothes until 2 p.m. I don't know when it was, and I didn't hey. put on much. <laughs> do you? What, whatever you put on looks great. Thank you so it's much. Like a it's green a Green Day tea. I like it. It's a Green Day shirt. Yeah. For those of you who want to see all of these things, like Bert in the background, my Green Day tea. Yo, sign up for that Patreon because that's where you get that video. That sweet, sweet video is coming to Patreon. And also, mm-hmm. it's a really nice holiday gift to us at the Unemployed Show to or Unemployed Podcast to give us some money. Okay, I'm sorry, I got that out. Um, back <laughs> to you. I love begging yes. for money for the holidays. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing quite like it. Nope. Um, so I want to know on the pod, I told you, we go back, we like to take everybody's employment journey. I'm sure, you know, being in this, how do we say this, this industry, uh, you know, it's not easy and sometimes you need survival jobs or you take a leap of faith or whatnot. So I want to take it back to early Gambino days. I want to know, like, first of all, did you know, like first job? Absolutely. And like, did you want to do what you're doing now when you were a kid or did you have other aspirations? Oh my god! Of course, I wanted to be like a rock star or like a movie star. Oh yes, yeah. which Something one? Something like that. <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like whichever one would have taken me, I would have gone. Did you sing? Right? right? You sang. I did. Up. Yeah. I, I sang growing up. I auditioned for American Idol. It was a hot negative. Wait, which season? <laughs> I've talked about this a I lot can't. on the pod. I oh my auditioned. gosh! I can't even remember. I was probably a seventeen. Teen. Yeah. So I wouldn't even know what year that is. That's so funny. I did it too. Oh. It, wasn't that the most insane thing you've ever done in your life? Like it was crazy. <laughs> so I did it in New Jersey, and it was at um, it was when the stadium here I think was called the Izod Center. So it was like a huge stadium. I don't even know if that stadium exists anymore. Yeah. Um, we had like a bunch of them all near Giant Stadium. We had a ton of stadiums around here, and now we have that big mall. But um. <laughs> I digress. It was Matt. It was humongous. I had to get there at like five a.m. I didn't get seen until like three p.m. Yeah, yeah. And I just remember we all had to like sing a song collectively as a stadium audience. Like it was insane. What? What? It was I don't insane. remember that part being in the show at all. Yeah. No. No, you didn't have to do that. Uh-uh. I mean, you could barely hear what we were singing. It was like a hundred thousand people singing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I went in with my 16 bars. I was like, okay, Simon Cowell, here I come. Um, here I come. Yeah. No, but you, was, did you audition in front of the panelists? No. So I got like the pre... There's like pre- rounds and rounds of producers. Yeah. yeah. I got like the very oh, okay. first round, like the interns mm-hmm. I got. <laughs> I did it at the Javits Center in New York City. Wow. And I didn't live in New York City. And I was like visiting a friend and I was like oh there's that audition I didn't know I'd wait for 48 hours so yeah it was god wow that's long okay so at least mine was just a day (laughs) mine was two days we slept in sleeping bags my mom came up to New York and brought sleeping bags and we slept on the street uh, by the Javits Center which was not fun Wow. What an experience, though. What an experience. All right, but let's take it back. So she wants to be a rock star. Lauren Gambino is, honestly, you you are the American Idol to a lot of people. (laughs) Wow. 
thank you so much. That means a lot. It's true. Um, I don't know. I just knew I wanted to be in like some form of entertainment. I loved making people mm-hmm. laugh. I loved theater growing up. I definitely thought I wanted to be in musical theater at one point. I auditioned for college, but we'll start at the way, way back years. Um, I got my first job when I was, I think, 15. I was young. Um, growing up, like it, it was... My, my watching my parents work a whole bunch of jobs and, you know, we, we weren't like super well off, but we weren't terribly not well off either. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that right. I mean it the opposite way around. You were we comfortable. Were, we were good. Yeah. We were good. But like we were the kind of family you got like one pair of sneakers for the year and you, you lasted with those sneakers for mm-hmm. the year. So if I wanted anything extra, I had to work for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I remember getting my first job. I lied. and Yes, I lied and said I was 16. Also, I don't think... <laughs> You were still allowed to work at 16 in New Jersey, but the place I worked for, I worked for a dry cleaner (laughs) at 16, or 15. Oh, my God. Said I was 16, got paid $6 an hour (gasps) under the table, and that to me was... But that was like big. I was like, what? $6 an hour? I could do so much with that. Under the table, um, too. I mean, that's Under the table, too, tax-free. I got like a, a envelope with cash at the end of every mm-hmm. week. So it was great. That and was I how even I did like, it. I cleaned out dressing rooms at a store and they gave me an envelope. And I was like, oh. Yeah. yeah. So I, I mean, it was the best. Like I didn't ever like count it. I never counted my hours. I just like took the money and ran. Like really <laughs> was just excited it. to be there. I did it. I was just like, oh, I got 90 bucks this week. Sure. Cool. I love it. never clocking like 60 hours a week and she's like, look at that. $30. A 30 bucks. Because <laughs> it was like more than any, I didn't get allowance or anything right. like that. So it was just like nice to have money to spend on things that I wanted to spend on. So, yeah. Um, I did that. I messed up royally, and I thought I was going to be fired, but I did not. On did my you very give first someone day. else someone the wrong clothes? Oh, multiple times. I think I did that until the very end. Uh, but people always came back. <laughs> on the first day, I took people's shirts that were supposed to be laundered and folded, and confused them with people's shirts that were meant to be dry cleaned and pressed and like hung so you're supposed to put like a ticket through a button loop and one button loop at the top meant one way and one button loop on the bottom meant the other way so of course I like swapped them and people were very upset that they had like fresh pressed shirts instead of laundered shirts which I was like what were you guys complaining about they're all clean and nice I think the opposite like if you washed someone's like tuxedo in the laundry machine and they were like yes what happened? <laughs> oh, so that's probably why some people were mad now that I think about it. If some of their stuff got lost. Yeah. The other people, you're like, you're welcome. I actually decided welcome. To, to dry clean it. <laughs> yeah, This is a pressed um, shirt. <laughs> that's so funny. How long did you do it for? Oh, gosh. Probably until maybe for a full year there. Until oh, I was wow. about 16, 17. It was the summer right before I turned 16. So probably right when I was 17. And I met some, like, cool older girls working there. There was, like, cool, like, older high school girls. Nice. (laughs) I made some cool from, like, the surrounding towns, not from my town. Uh Um, So I got to go to, like... I'm picturing, like... the pink ladies, and they're like, you want a cigarette, Lauren? Yeah, yeah, like, truly, like that. Like, in their crop tops and, like, cut-off Levi's. Just, like, cool. Like, drove cars. I didn't drive yet. (laughs) And then they, like, wanted me to go to a high school party with them. And I was just like, oh, me? This is Hell yeah. Tight. 
And See? so that's how I, you know, that's how I found the wrong crowd growing up. No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> that's why it's cool to work young, though. Look at where it can lead you, you know? Oh, you wouldn't go to that high mm-hmm. school party if you didn't meet those girls. Maybe you would have. I don't know, but... I wouldn't. I don't know. But I remember just like feeling super cool and like older than I was and just like mm-hmm. accelerated in my life a little bit from working at I the mean, dry cleaners. <laughs> I think of you as mature. I've worked with you and I'm like, wow, Lauren Gambino, she's someone who has everything together. You really have it all together. That's that's literally oh, that's, my impression of you. That's so kind at one time. And currently I don't. So... <laughs> do. <laughs> That's very nice of you to say, but I wish you could like open my mind and see what's inside and you would be like, oh shoot, that girl does not have it together. You know, like it always looks different on the outside looking in. But when you're living sure. it, you're like, I don't have it together at all. All right. Well then text me next time you don't have it together because, you know, <laughs> I see Instagram and that's all I see. And I'm like, everything's great. Well, I, everything's people great could say on that Instagram. about me too. I'm sure. Yeah, like people post like the highlights on Instagram, right? Not the I try lights. not to all the time. I try to to keep it real, mm-hmm. but like real, I feel like real is kind of boring. Yeah. Like everybody has bad days and yeah. doesn't want to get out of bed, right? <laughs> no, not me. Actually, I love this. I never want to leave my home. <laughs> can't can't wait to throw a bike in the mix too. You know, it's just gonna like fucking crowd Chad, it even please. more. Please refer to him as Chad. <laughs> to Chad. <laughs> I've for had Chad. sex with Chad today. Yeah. Um, oh, man. All right. So you're, you were in high school. You were In high school. Did you get another job after dry yeah, cleaner? Yeah. So after dry. So then I met these cool girls and like I just like couldn't see another life as not trying to follow this cool girl life. So I was. <laughs> Are you still friends with them? No. no, I don't even remember any of their names, but oh, okay. I know that like one of that, like towards the end of my tenure at the dry cleaner, shout out Mr. Mort, um, <laughs> they were like in the phase of like getting fake IDs. Like they were like turning mm. 18 and getting fake IDs. I was still like 16, turning 17 at this time. So like not there yet, but like, man, did I want to be. Mm-hmm. So um, my sister's friend, my sister's a couple years older than me. So she was right around like 21, 22 at the time, her best friend worked at like the local college bar and was like, hey, they're hiring shot girls. All you have to do is like dress cute, but like I think you can't serve alcohol unless you're 18. So just like tell the manager you're 18. So again, I'm like continuing with this lie that I'm older than I am. All her jobs. Job. <laughs> All my jobs. Nobody checks ID. Um, wow, New so Jersey is wild. Job. New Jersey is wild. I'm impressed um, by this. This is like a yeah. nice theme you've had in your employment history. Right, yeah. right. Um, so I get this job serving shots Tuesday nights at um, a local Um, um, That was my shot tray. Got it. Were your parents Um, fine with that kind of a job? No. No. So I didn't (laughs) tell them. (laughs) So things in my, this is where like things get a little cloudy in my memory. But um, my parents were divorced for a very long time. I lived with my mom. Um, And my mom was at the point, my sister was very bad growing up, that my mom was at the point where, like, if I came home, it was fine. And she, like, had other things going on where she just, like, didn't really, like, the supervision just wasn't there. We'll Mm -hmm. say that. And so I could easily just be like, 
oh, mom, I'm sleeping by, my sister had an apartment, I'm sleeping by Danielle's, or Mm -hmm. I'm sleeping by dad's tonight. And so I would just do that. And then I'd work at the bar till like, they closed at 3, I would work till 4 a.m., and I'd go to high school the next day. Oh, my God. How ridiculous is that? That is some cool girl shit. I can't believe when our bodies could do that, or you could be like, I'm hustling, I'm working all night, and then I I would do that when I worked in New York, but still, like, you you were young. I was a kid still and like thought I was like this shit rolling into school the next day with all my singles. Yeah. I was like, who's going out for lunch today? Right. Not She's got, on like, me. Eyeliner I'm keeping all this. Dripping down her face. She's like, yeah, long night at work. <laughs> I didn't, night at I didn't work. do the homework. <laughs> it's so crazy. You're so, so uh, badass. Yeah. I mean... I guess, I guess I was for a few years, and it was, like, a wild way. I mean, then I got, like, multiple restaurants. I feel like once you get a restaurant job, you get, like, multiple restaurant jobs. Right. And that's where, you know, you just kind of stay. It's flexible hours. And so then I went to college. I was studying. Um, I didn't know what I wanted to be. I was still in this, like, mindset of, like, something entertainment, but, like, maybe something a little more, like, attainable than, like, all right, put the hang the rock star jacket up for a little oh, bit. Oh no, never hang <laughs> Might that. Might be time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Might be time for that down the road. But like, what can you like seriously get a degree in that could like mm-hmm. you could do something with? Um, so I started studying um, kind of like around a broadcast journalist journalism degree. We didn't have that major specifically at my college. So I did speech communication. I minored in um, journalism, and then I would go into New York and take all kinds of like on-camera hosting classes at, like, Actors Connection and things like that. That's so funny. So I I was a TV production major because I didn't do acting. Yeah, and broadcast journalism was a separate major, but, like, Okay. I was still acting and like doing comedy stuff. And then I was like, oh, but I should learn the business side of this too. Right, right. But that's so, funny. yeah. So I, uh, I initially, like, before I picked a major, I was like, this is last shot. If you want to be on Broadway, because I had all these dreams. <laughs> if you want to be on Broadway, you got to audition for musical theater. Oh, did I bomb that school audition? I First mean, of all, who did these people, these poor kids, like, looking back, that is like such a, like, uh, I don't, just such a hard audition to get into, like, a... Now, I, I went to Montclair State, a good school, but not, like, NYU or something. Not, like, a, a known... I don't know if NYU is a known theater school, but I'm it just is. saying, like, not, like, a big... <laughs> the known theater school. <laughs> Tish? Tish? I auditioned yeah, for Tish. Tish. Right, right, right. They locked me in a basement and told me to count to 20, and then they were like, you can't go here. No, it was it was intense. <laughs> it was very intense. I don't... It's so crazy to me where it's, like, you're, you're auditioning to then learn and get better. So that always just got me like, so that bummed me out. I did terribly. Um, I like had the wrong. They're like eight spots this year. (laughs) Right. And they were like, listen, your voice is there. The acting is like kind of there, but like you can't dance. And I was like, well, right. But won't I learn that here? And they were like, you need to know it already to then come and pay us to learn more. Oh I my just god! I can't believe all. we didn't talk about this. I auditioned for a bunch of those programs, and like my parents were both like, "Can't you do that later? Like, can't you go get a real degree and then decide if that's still?" That's how my parents were too. Yeah, they were like, "If you, you know, still like it, there's always community theater." And I was like, "Sure, Thanks, mom." <laughs> there will always be fiddler on the roof happening somewhere in the world. Uh, oh, I love it. Um, all right. So you were starting the host stuff early. I didn't know you were yeah. doing that in college. 
so then, yeah, so it was early on in college. Um, I then, I kind of got bummed out then that I stayed so local. So then, like, in between all that, I kind of put it on pause, and I interned at Disney World for a long semester. I did that Disney college program. I worked That sounds like so much fun. Yeah. (laughs) If you didn't work my job, I worked on It's a Small World and had nightmares of that song in my head. Oh, my God, yeah. Every single night. But when you say you worked on it, what did you do for it? Like, oh, I'm like, not familiar um, with the program. It just sounds like I knew people who did it, though. And like, we're like, oh, yeah, we're Disney for a couple months. There were all different types of jobs. You could apply for everything and just whatever they had an opening for. You would kind of okay. just get put into that. So I worked attractions, which are all the rides, basically. So I was on like a small rotation in um, the Magic Kingdom in Fantasyland. So I worked a couple of the rides in Fantasyland, but my rotation always ended up being at It's a Small World and the Peter Pan ride was right across. So I would do those the most. So I would like op- physically operate the ride, like oh, send wow. the boats through. You had all different positions, which was kind of crazy, their whole system. You could, you'd be like a greeter out front. You would be someone like assigning people to the rows. Um, there was someone's job that was just to wave to the people going in. The oh my boat. god! And did they pay yeah. you, or was this like college credit? Yeah, or? yeah, both, both. So oh, I got that's good. paid, paid very little. Oh, very little. And you also your housing came out of your payment. So like it was super little. That's weird. Um, I have a bone to pick with Disney over that one. Yeah, yeah. It it wasn't a lot for the housing, but I remember like my paychecks were not a lot at all. But you didn't really like need a whole lot down there. Yeah. At least I didn't. Right. The way I grew up, it was fine. I was fine. Because they, like, fed you <laughs> and stuff and, like, it was... Not really. You just got, like, major discounts. <laughs> okay. Yeah, come to think of it. <laughs> I don't know how I survived as She's well. She's like, listen, <laughs> we make jack shit, but oh, my God, do I get to go on the Tower of Terror? <laughs> there was some cool... Yeah, there was some, like, interesting incentives. At first, I was, like, all about it. Like, one night, they were like, hey, listen, we're going to have a select people ride Space Mountain with the lights on. A Space Mountain is, like, that roller coaster yeah. in the dark. In the, with the lights on, it's so much more terrifying. It looks like you're going to run into all these tracks. Oh, weird. I had to close my eyes. So, I mean, it was like fun, fun things like that that kept <laughs> it going. I met a bunch of like great people. My roommates were awesome. That's cool. Um, I still keep in touch with a lot of my roommates. That's nice. Yeah, which is cool. It was cool. like you're like a broad moment kind of, it, it sounds was, like. And so it was like the perfect amount of time. It was about six or seven months I did it. Mm-hmm. And I was like... Oh my god, I would be dead if I went away away to college. Like I can't survive like this with like total fr- I mean, I had this like total freedom in high school too, but like real like states away from any type of adult supervision, like this is no good. Yeah. Um I was states away. But it was away. a good time. That's why I where I found pot Where did you go? I went to BU. <laughs> Oh, okay. I was in Boston. It wasn't so uh far like from Philly, but mm. it was like a 6-hour, you know, drive yeah. or like a plane ride. I took a plane because there was like a cheap flight, like cheaper than the Amtrak or anything to like go back from Philly to Boston. Wow. That's great. Yeah. They had those like commuter flights. But yeah. But I it, being away, I was like, oh, I could you can you can really fail. You know, <laughs> like you can really truly. Just... I was on truly. academic probation. They were like, you were a good student. I was like, yeah, but people go out Thursday nights and then they don't go to class on Fridays. And right. There you go. Right. 
Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. It was it was wild down in Florida. They they knew uh, what it was all about. Our our um little community, it was called Vista Way, our apartments. And some guy filmed like a um oh, what do you call that when you a parody, a parody music video <laughs> of that song. Young money, you know it. Take it out your pocket and show it and yeah. show it. Yeah, he did that instead of the words were Vista Way, is that way? And so, like, he was our like next door neighbor, and so he had us all come and be in the music video, and it it got like a million hits. Like, that's so fun. <laughs> I love that. I'm picturing the real world, like you and a bunch of college students. And you're like, we're at yeah. Disney, we're working, but we're also like playing around. Cut. Yeah, it was pretty much like that. The only thing that sucked was I didn't have a car down there. And that's like a very, it's a, a mm. drivable place. Like you have to drive to get anywhere. So my one roommate had a car and she was always so generous and would take me around places. Or we had to like use those little like Disney shuttle buses everywhere. So that mm-hmm. was life for a while. I know. That remember was... life before Uber? Do you remember it? <laughs> no. Wow. Yeah, that would have been a different experience if I could Uber, man. I know. People move to L.A. now and they just Uber. They don't even get a car because it's cheap. And I'm like, Damn. wow. Wow. We When we used to go out, we would rent this karaoke minivan to come pick us up. That sounds like Florida. These clubs. <laughs> And there would be, like, this, like, janky TV in the back, and we'd pass around the smelly microphone. I mean, it didn't even take us that long to get, like, one person could sing, and we were there. I <laughs> love so it. Stupid. I love it. That's a party. That's a party to the party. That's To a the lo- party. <laughs> it That's was good. Fun. It was good. Oh, my God. But then, God. yeah, then I was done with that, got home, and was like, let's get serious. Like, what do we want to do with our lives? Like, party girl years over. You're done. You cool ended girl. it just you like never that? got there. Yes, you were. I you still did. Look at you. You are a cool girl in her Babe, beanie. That's very kind. But you know what I mean. The cool girl who's like always like doing things. Sure. You know I mean? She's always got like plans. <laughs> I never I had that plans. for so long. Right. It's, uh, no. <laughs> you totally do. You're Lauren's the cool make, girl. Ellen, she's making me feel less cool than I ever. I was like, oh, wow. What is a cool girl in the oh, eyes of Lauren? Oh, you're Gambino? both cool girls. Come on. Well, also, this was my point of view as like a stupid 17 year old who I thought like, oh, I just want to like wear a crop top like that girl and have yeah. plants and have a car and have this cool thing that hangs from the, the dice yeah. that hang from the middle. That was like me in middle school. I was friends with the cool girls in middle school and then I started doing more community theater and they were like fucking college guys so that's where we went apart. You know? I was like, I found, my, I found my singing voice and they found like drugs and we parted ways. And that's where we parted ways. Yeah. yeah, so I came back and I was like, all right, what do you want to do with your life? Like, what is something you could, like, do that's in the realm of entertainment? Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, like, also, like, you could, you know, potentially get a job. It's not one of those things where you're just, like, auditioning and auditioning and auditioning. So I, um, which I, spoiler alert, I ended up doing anyway. <laughs> we all did. We all, we still do. So, no? Yeah. I thought I want, yes, we still do. I thought I wanted to go into news. So I started like going into more of like the broadcast journalism classes and doing more hosting classes in the city. Um, And then I got my internship at CNBC. Cool. And I was like, let's dress the part every day. She was wearing the suits and the heels and she was, she was business executive realness a little. I love it. 
<laughs> so I worked for the news. I interned for the news desk. Now this is CNBC, so it's business financial news. Right. All, all way over my head. No, I don't know a thing about. I know about like a checking account and a savings account. Like sure. that is my my span of knowledge and finance at this point. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, I just have to do it. Maybe they'll, like, hire me right out of college. If I do a really good job, I'll be, like, their next reporter or anchor. And so I, I like, really wanted to do a good job. So I would talk to my producer every day, and he would, like, kind of give me a task or something um, to do that day. Uh, but a lot of times I got to, as, as one does in interning. I know. I'm um, like, what was it? To get coffee and bring the dry cleaning in? Like, I was yeah, like, that's basically. my internship. Basically, it was that most of the time. But every now and then they would send me to the courthouse downtown for like um, like a financial case. So cool. I, anytime I got put on these cases, I was like, I'm going to break the news first. I'm going to say if he's guilty or innocent. So I'll never forget my first one was this man named James Fleischman. And he was accused of... Don't even know what it is. Something with a a hedge fund? Insider trading? Probably insider trading. Now, I was determined to get, like, the breaking headline. I would also write the the little, like, headlines for CNBC.com. Most of them were told to me, and then I would write them. So I was like, I'm going to I'm gonna be the one to break this. I'm going to write this. This is my story. You're a real journalist now. So for a week, I go to this man's case. And I'm trying my best to pay attention, but those courtrooms are, like, toasty warm, and they're, like, saying all this legal jargon that's way over my head. Uh-oh. And I, it's just, I just got really cozy, and I probably dozed off a few times and didn't really pay attention to what's going on. Plus, they're going over, like, every single email this guy has ever written in his entire <laughs> life, and, like, it just got, like, really really too much for me. But the last, like, I remember paying attention to the law students who were in front of me. They all in the beginning had asked like, oh, what law school do you all go to? And I was like, oh yeah, me too, guys. Cool. (laughs) Tell me what's going on. Keep me informed here. You should have been like, nah, Um, cool girl. I'm not in law school. (laughs) (laughs) Then at the very end, the closing argument from this guy's lawyer just captivated me. And I just was like, he is not guilty, and this poor man, they're oh, trying no, to she... send him to jail for something he didn't do. Like, right, the emails didn't prove nothing, this lawyer is saying. And as I can imagine, the emails probably did say something, but I was too busy dozing off or whatever I was doing. <laughs> so I go back to my producer when the trial ends, and now it goes to, you know, to the jury, and they'll uh, reconvene, I guess, on Monday. Mm-hmm. But I go back to him, and I was like, he is innocent. I got the story for you. He is innocent. They are trying to set him up. And he looks at me with this, like, strange, confused face and was like, you're joking, right? That guy's guilty as hell. I don't even know why you're still going to that. And I was like, <laughs> Aww. Oh, You were My so ready. Case. You were so eager to I give it. So you were like, this is ready. my story. And no one can stop me. <laughs> he was probably like, do you even know what a hedge fund was? And I was like, oh. <laughs> no. You were like, you just no, felt it a... in there. Yeah, you were like, I just he's innocent. You're like, I'm an actor and I know emotion when I see it. And he gave a compelling argument. That lawyer was on fire with his final thoughts. <laughs> so you know what the real you winner is? Of... The yeah. lawyer no. in the story. <laughs> No, so did they, they hire did, you out of college? They did not hire me out of college. Oh, man. sad to say. I'm um, sad. I had one, 
I felt like I had one other chance with them, and I really messed it up, too. He, The same producer sent me to morning of, like, didn't give me any prep, sent me um, back to the courthouse with a cameraman this time because um, the Birdie Madoff employees were being arraigned. Okay. So I was like, oh, my God, I did, like, no research on this. And he was like, no, don't worry, we're just going to get B-roll. I just want you to go with the cameraman just for experience. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you sure you don't want me to ask any questions? I never did anything on camera for them, by the way. <laughs> but I was like, this is my break. Like, again, I'm thinking, if I get the story, I could be right. on camera. They'll cut to me, and it'll be yeah. great. You're like, I've so, seen the red carpets. I know how to do this. <laughs> I know how to do this. So uh, I guess it was like one of his secretaries kind of like snuck out the side entrance. And my cameraman was like, go, run, get her. And like handed me the CNBC microphone. And now I'm <gasps> running with this. And I'm like, what am I even going to? He told me not to ask anything. He told me not to go on camera. Oh, my God. What am I going to say? And so I get there before the cameraman and the her lawyer was like, young lady, did you have something you wanted to ask us? And I was just like, no, uh, uh. And then my cameraman thankfully came and saved the day because the only thing going through my mind at that moment was, did you do it? Did you do it? <laughs> I was like, well, you can't ask that. I hope. So I was like, hoping you were going to say, who are you wearing? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been great, too. I just froze. And so uh, my cameraman asked the question. They didn't use any of it anyway. They just wanted B-roll. But I was like, damn, another shining moment. I had to really show my, oh my star. I, I feel and like, I though, fizzled. this producer, they were like, it sounds like they were sending you out. And they're like, let's see if she can do it. If she can make a, a whole right. move. Let's see if she can produ- produce and host and, you know, comment. I, d- I know. On I her own like it was like, news story. Yeah. I felt like it was a trick, a test to see if I could cut it there. And I clearly couldn't. So... They did not hire me back. Um, I actually was supposed to go on to to the page program at NBC, like to follow all the different positions and like really like try to get into like more news news instead of financial news. But then this was in the time of the world where the Sandy Hook shooting happened Mm. and there was um, that I think it was either that week, that same week, I remember on the cover of the post was like a man who fell into the subway that no one wanted to help out. They just wanted to take a picture and send it to the news for money. So I was just like so disgusted with the news that I remember calling my dad and being like, I don't, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, what can I do? I don't want to work in this area where like, it's just bad news after bad news. Like I like to make people laugh. I like to joke around. I like to entertain. Like, what can I do? And he was like, open up the phone book at the time, we don't have that anymore. <laughs> I love parents. <laughs> parents are like, you know, you can't get through life without that phone book. Yeah. That, that was my dad. My dad was like, crack open the phone book. Look for yep. production companies. Send out your resume and your reel. And I was like, all right, dad. So um, thankfully, I just Googled New York and New Jersey <laughs> production <laughs> companies or and TV stations. Like, I sent my news demo reel. It was terrible. I, I, did, I, I look back at it now, and I'm like, why did you think... You could do new, like I was like smiley and laughy and every, I was like, there was just a deadly fire last night in the suburbs. Back to you She's in the ready studio. to break into song any moment. She's like, and hold on, I've got a tap number that goes with this murder. Yeah. So bad. It's a beautiful day out today. Like everything was like so happy when the news was like miserable. So I was like, how did anyone watch this demo and take me seriously? I love QVC it. did and they called her in for no way that's when you got auditioned for qvc yeah so it was a couple year it was like a 
I, I pr- actually, it was a year off in between of um, news working, and I just, like, worked at the restaurant full-time. Mm-hmm. And so this was a new restaurant now. I've kind of honed in the, mm-hmm. you know, the bat chasing the bad girl or the cool girl mm-hmm. <laughs> fun, and I worked at, like, a normal restaurant that closed at a decent hour so that I wasn't getting into any trouble late at night. Um, Me too. I so left I the that. bars early, at like, 22, yeah. and then I was only in a restaurant that, like, kitchen closes at 11, like... Right. Yeah. I couldn't do the bar anymore. I mean, I could have, but I would have ended up like on the wrong path somewhere mm-hmm. bad. I probably would have stayed in Florida. I probably would have been working at Disney still. <laughs> You'd see me on It's a Small World still waving to you as the boat goes by. <laughs> She's just uh, like still tan, really tan and really crackling tan. out yeah, still a little drunk from the night before. Like that would have probably been my life if I stayed at like a bar bar. Um, I can but so not I, picture you. Like, right. <laughs> <laughs> Told but you. I had the sense to like work at like a restaurant. The kitchen closed at 10. It was good. Nice. Um, and then it was like a year until I got my next TV thing. I mean, and that was QVC makes sense. Though. Yeah. You sold them that you could entertain you with a murder case or like a sad story and you were like smiling and they're like we love this story even though it's a horrible news story that makes sense yes Uh, make anything sound good and you know able to be purchased for five easy payments or Mm -hmm. more so (laughs) so i had like little gigs in between like daily things Mm -hmm. um i did a ton of stuff for free as one does and you have to and if you you want to be in (sighs) any kind of comedy or entertainment or hosting like any of this stuff you have to just like build your reel as or your experience i don't know right right so i hosted a show i like filled in for a host that um was traveling i hosted a show on um i think it was either discovery or nat geo it was called um brain fuel tv and it was all about like different educational movies that were coming on any of like the Nat Geo channels that month. Um, and that was like a free favor that they did for me, I guess. <laughs> to, like, no. Give me something you extra my real. I know, but like they make it seem like when you're young and starting out and like basically begging for jobs, but in like a, a nice professional way, of course, like some of these people are just like, no, like you need us to do this for you and not pay you or give you credit or copy. So crazy. So- <laughs> So right. crazy. Yeah. No. So nuts. Um, so I yeah. did a few things like that in between. I did some comedy stuff. I, this is when I was, like, getting into improv. Mm-hmm. Um, and then QVC became kind of steady in, like, 2016-ish, I want to okay. say. Um, and that was in Pennsylvania, Westchester, Pennsylvania. So it was a hike for me to get there and yeah. back. That's a commute. But it was but it was live TV. I lo- it was unscripted completely, and I just got to like talk about shoes. So it was awesome. Yeah, that's fun. It always seemed fun. But your hours, I mean, like when we were working together, we started working together. I was hired in 2018, um, mm-hmm. and I want to get into your when you got hired at HQ real quick. But I, I I remember you like you would leave a show, get in your car, drive to Pennsylvania. Have a show on QVC at like 1 a.m., 2 a.m., mm-hmm. come back, like come back to HQ, go back to Pennsylvania. Like your schedule yeah. was insane. It was insane. I've always had like, uh, I, I don't know, I always just like feared, you know, like all of a sudden waking up and not having anything. So I've always had too many jobs. Yeah. Where like even like in college, I worked at three restaurants at one time. Like why couldn't I just work at one? I just oh like needed God. to fill in the days that I wasn't working. 
Um, and so definitely like this year with like everything slowing down, it made me realize like, all right, there's more to life than always just being busy. Like mm-hmm. you don't need to be busy. Like cherry pick the things you want to do in life. Being unemployed um, is is okay some, once in a while. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, I, it was wild. I mean, it's still kind of, cr- I'm still doing QVC now, but it's just from home. So right. it's a little bit, It's. I mean, it's much easier than doing that drive. Yeah. Um, but it is nice not having to like rush around. Like I would really stretch myself too thin. Yeah. In, in years past. Especially so. in New York City. I feel like we all did. And this year humbled yeah. a lot of us where it's like, For I, sure. I can't imagine like what we used to do. Like I can't picture it right now. I'd pass out if I tried to like right. go right. like do a job in the day, go do a job in the night, go to a comedy show and then like yeah. go to a bar and then like do it all again the next day. Like what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wake up for auditions first thing in the morning and then have to memorize a script for something yep. else in the afternoon and then have to drive two hours to Pennsylvania to do QVC and go back to HQ. I know. And, oh my God, it was wild. And Insane. now I'm in the car. Sometimes I like just drive to like my local Trader Joe's is a half hour away. And I'm like, oh my God, that's so long in the car. When I used to commute two hours there and two All hours back. So yeah, I have spent totally... two hours on the subways in a day sometimes, like yeah. going places. And oh God, yeah, it's wild. It's, it's wild to think about life. <laughs> yeah, it, it has totally changed my, like, I don't know, like when the world like opens up and kind of like goes back to whatever the new normal is going to be. I just like don't want to do that that hustle anymore. Yeah. You know? Things will, will we will make changes in, in our lives. For sure. I think, based on what we've, like, experienced now. Yeah. I, like, cannot um. do more than one thing in a day now. Like, even, like, getting my nails done today was like, we're good. <laughs> yeah. We're good. We're done. I just sent an email. And I'm doing a podcast. Yeah. I'm like, and I'll do the podcast. That's, whoo, that's a pack Tuesday. Monday. Yeah, that's a lot. Today. Full day. <laughs> That's We're not doing anything else. That's it. I mean, Don't I woke up and I was so I was like, oh, great. Today will be a good day. I've got the podcast with Lauren and then I'm watching The Bachelorette at 8 p.m. And, you know, what a day. What a day that what will be. What a day. We are booked. We are booked <laughs> for the day. Like, it's so true. Like, I just do not want to over schedule again. I don't want to stretch myself thin again. Like, what's the point? Like, what did it really bring me happiness? No, I was just like paranoid that I needed to be doing things at all right. times. Yeah. Okay, so obviously everyone's excited because, you know, the HQ fans especially who listen to this podcast, they love when we have HQ employees on. And I want to know, what was it like? I don't even know. I mean, I probably did know at one point or another when you got the job at HQ. I got the job at HQ, I think it was also 2018. Um, It was right before the NBA finals, Mm -hmm. um, I think of 2018. So it was like May, end of May. Um, And the audition was before me. I think so, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yes. About six months before you. And so I had heard of HQ because that, now this is May. So like January, December ish, I was out with my now brother in law. And he was like, oh, it's 9 o'clock. I got to put this game on. (laughs) And I was like, what are you playing? And, like, here comes Scott through his screen, um, who I didn't know at the time. But I'm like, this is so cool. And I'm like, that would be so – like, this is a job I'd be so good at. Like, why can't I get gigs like this? (laughs) Like, I literally said that out loud to him. And he was like, yeah, that would be good. (laughs) Put it out there. 
So I was like, oh, that'd be so cool. Whatever. And then like carried on. And then like, obviously now I knew about it. And so when the job posting came through and I got the audition, I was like, oh my God, this is so cool and so funny that you I saw it just said posted this out loud. somewhere? Yeah. So it was just posted on like the casting networks. Oh, wow. Rundowns, like okay. breakdowns. Um, looking for someone um, who was like, you know, a little sports savvy and, uh, you know, interested in, in those topics. And uh, yeah, the audition was cool because I was just given. Now, Ellen, you were probably there already, right? You were there. I think for I audition? was there. I might have even run your audition. She's going to pull it up right room. now. Let's hear that game. Let's get, let's get that a clip of that. I, game. <laughs> I definitely remember you auditioning. And I remember you being really good, like top top of all the people Yay! that came in. Oh, that's so um, nice. So I think I auditioned at least two or three times. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then I thought I was still auditioning, but I think <laughs> they just thought I was like practicing. Like no one had actually told me like, you got this mm-hmm. until they were like, so are you free like Thursday? We're going to do our first game. And I was like, oh, oh, you liked me. <laughs> So it was like seven times of me coming in before I even asked, like, oh, we're, you're settling on me? Okay, cool. That was how um, it was it, for me. They asked yeah. if I'm free Monday, and then they were like, we'll probably bring in other people. And every day I thought, who's coming in? Uh, yeah. <laughs> not the most, like, formal place. <laughs> but I yeah. remember, I like, there is, when you're in this entertainment world, I hate, I sound so... Ugh, I hate when people in say that business. and I just said it and it in sounds the biz- like in so the cringe. Industry, in okay? this industry. When you're in this industry. Say no, it. Uh, Own it. <laughs> <laughs> but truly, like, there's a lot to feel bad about. Like, I've been on a million auditions where, like, people talked about my weight right in front of me or, like, dying and cutting my hair. And, mm-hmm. like, maybe they could just, like, put me in the back and I won't stand out of that. And I'm like, ah, I'm right here. Like, this is Always. pretty terrible. Yeah, it's so, so fucking stupid. To to feel like you like to come away from an audition and to feel like you're killing it is so good. And this has only happened like maybe three times mm-hmm. in my life that I've like walked away and I was like, yes, nailed it. And so what they wanted me to do with HQ was they were like, listen, we don't have a script. We have a couple like of preloaded questions. Look at them ahead of time so, like, you kind of know what they are. And we want you to do a whole intro, like, riffing off of, like, the sports news happening right now. And mm-hmm. then we want you to kind of, like, riff on each question. And Which so is so I great because you were, like, that's – you were enjoying sports anyway. Like, you're like, right, oh, I'm going right. to watch the big games this week anyway. Like, I might as right, well Right, right. So I'm talking about, like, the headlines. I think this was when – um uh, Des Bryant was no longer with the Cowboys, so that like sticks out to me for some reason. Um, and Le'Veon Bell um, was was no longer with the Steelers, the running back. So I remember these like big headlines, mm-hmm. and I just like kind of talked about them and like made fun of them, and then got into the questions, and I just like felt so good. It's like a a, a topic I love. I'm very much into football and fantasy football. Um, my husband and I, well, he was my boyfriend at the time. We did a little fantasy football like web series for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. So it, it just felt like good and comfortable talking about this. And so I really felt like I nailed it. And yeah. then I like, of course, like didn't hear anything for a while. And I was like, damn, another one bites the dust. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they brought me in and we all know what happens. Then I yeah. hosted it and it was I great. Know. You nailed it. <laughs> when oh, I started at HQ, you were on your honeymoon. And so I think oh, yeah. I worked like two weeks straight and then you came back. 
and you were all tan and you were like, I was on my honeymoon. I'm like, wow, she is like, and she does the sports game. I was like, she is so cool. She has it all Who's together. This cool She's girl? a cool girl. I'm just like this <laughs> new fucking word nerd as I coined myself. And I was like, she's like, girls who know sports, wow. Like, guys love them. Like, I was like, she's awesome. <laughs> Growing it. up. And here, that's and here I am, like, following the the two older girls that I worked with at Mr. Mort's Dry Cleaning. Like, oh my God, trying I thought to she was going to say me and Ellen, and I was like, don't <laughs> give our ages away. <laughs> no, I, I'm just trying to be those cool girls that I grew up on working under. I'm trying to so chase funny. that cool girl. No, I'm kidding. I just tried to be myself and I'm like a little weird, a little I don't know. But HQ How was the best platform for that. I feel like we got like, right. it was like grad school for hosting in a lot of ways. Like we really got yeah. to learn our voice, you know, and, and mm-hmm. make our own jokes and what we enjoy doing right. and connect with the fans. I really am grateful for it for that reason because I feel like it was like a very fun space to play and like you had to love yourself because no one else is laughing at you or clapping for you. Yeah, right? right. Now I'm at this point, like HQ has opened so many doors and there were so many things in the works as of last February when HQ yeah. closed. Um, and then the world shut down. So the world shut down. We were up for a job <sighs> together. I was so excited. Oh, yes. We ran literally the last thing I auditioned for before the pandemic. It was some it was like a money app or something. It was in the yes, finance yes. world. And I was mm-hmm. literally like in the audition. I was like, I don't know what you want me to talk about. I'll talk about my debt. Like, OK. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then you had auditioned, too. And they were like, would you be comfortable doing something? Together? Like it all kind of connected. And I was like, oh, my God, how fun will this be if we get to do some like show at this company? And then next yeah. thing we know, I think we were supposed to go to a callback. And then like they emailed and they were like, we don't know if people are going to go yeah. to the office or like. Like, right. Don't. They were like, we're actually shutting the office down, so we'll let you know. And I, so I followed up with them, and I just never got an answer. This was, like, over the summer. So I'm like, they're yeah. either just, like, the project is done or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Maybe um, we'll send them this episode of the podcast, and we'll be like, look at how cute we are together. <laughs> but they're going to be like, Lauren's financial history is not the best. <laughs> I made up, I, like, told a story. I was like, this has not a good one. And they were like, that's fine. And I was like, okay. I think I did the same about, like, I don't know, probably, like, credit card debt or something. Something like that. So I know we're running out of time. I wanted to ask you a couple yeah, of questions yeah. from the HQ sure. fans. Because Woo-woo. I did this with Sharon. I did it with Scott. Uh, hold on. Where are my questions? Here we go. Okay. So we got a couple of them that were kind of cute. Obviously, big shout out to Eugene Beyond. It's Beyond. I love it. Eugene's the best. Eugene, all star. We love Eugene. He's a huge HQ fan and he's he's Mm -hmm. amazing. So he had a couple of great questions for you. Um, Ooh, okay. I'm gonna, since you kind of covered the first one, he asked, when did you first know you wanted to be in front of the camera for a living? We kind of covered that one. We gave her, we gave him the the whole backstory. But his second question. Second question was, second favorite NFL team after the Dallas Cowboys? Denver Broncos. Woohoo! Heard it here first, people. Denver Broncos. So it has to be out of the conference. So it has to be um, in the AFC. So that's why it has to be the Broncos. Um, or, you know, <laughs> any team out there. But um, a couple years ago, I was in... A, so every year I do a suicide pool, which if you're not familiar, it is um, every week you pick a different team that you think is going to win. Just one team. And if that team wins, you move on to the next week. But then you cannot pick that team again. So oh, um, you're, you I would get do limited. that one. 
it's so it's fun. You think like, okay, this could kind of be easy, and then I the know pool, nothing about the teams. I would literally like. But that's okay. It. Just pick a team. That's it. Just pick based a team. on you the colors. Win. That's how I picked my starter jacket growing up. Based on the colors. People are like, oh. are you a Charlotte? Are you a Charlotte Hornets fan? I was like, no, I love everybody turquoise. had that one. We all had the Charlotte <laughs> Hornets. It was the best colors. Best colors. Yes. Um, anyway. But so I was very far. I think this was like the first year Steve and I were dating. And it was like week 10. And there was like 10 people left in this league. And it paid a lot. I think it paid out like five grand or something. Oh, wow. And so he was like, you're still because I'm like, oh, I got to get my pick in for this week. Like, I don't know who I want to pick. <laughs> And he was like, you're still in that? I got to help you. And I was like, ah, no, I'm not here. <laughs> no. I, I've done just fine till now. Mm-hmm. I got this. Good. So one week it was down to me and this other guy for like six weeks. And Steve was like, just split the pot with him. Split the pot with him. It's not worth it. And I was like, no. When I do something, I do it all the way. Hell yeah. So, um. Uh, Tim Tebow was the quarterback for the Denver Broncos this year. Um, he was a big college phenomenon, and he j- just did not pan out in the NFL. But he was the quarterback this year. And um, I picked the Broncos, and they weren't having a great season, but I was running out of teams at this point. And okay. so they went against – it's like etched in my brain that I couldn't even remember this. They played against the Chicago Bears. This is years ago. Um and they won in oh, the Broncos won in overtime, and it was because an ex Cowboy player fump, was now playing for the Bears fumbled, and the Broncos recovered and kicked a field goal and won. And that that's why they'll be my second favorite team. I went on to win the Suicide Pool. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love that you have the personal story behind it too. Oh, so good. So Jared yep. only liked teams with left-handed players. He he liked because he was a left-handed <laughs> person. He's like the it's only kid from, Pen- from Pennsylvania who's like a Jets fan. That's literally like. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. That's so unfortunate. Funny. He had another question, um, which is yeah. kind of cute because it's, you know, it's related to your bit, I would say. He said, what is your favorite drink to stay hydrated? Uh-huh. Good question. Favorite, good question. Favorite non-alcoholic drink? We can do either, Clubs, honey. Club soda. Oh. Wow. Are you a plain? Choice. Are you like a plain or are you like a LaCroix flavor or anything? Um... I love a good plane. I feel like it, it's nice and zesty. It hits nice. Um, <laughs> I love a little flavor. What is the difference between club soda it's and nice. seltzer? Because they're not the same. Well, but there's I'm like sure. slightly. Yeah. Well, I think club soda different. might have sodium in it and seltzer might not. I, one of them oh. does, one of them doesn't. I don't know. Then seltzer. I, yeah. Then seltzer. I always confuse them and I interchange them, but whatever the one that doesn't have sodium. Yeah. I, I, don't, like I nice. might have made that up, but let's just pretend I sounded like a scientist. So let's pretend. <laughs> well, I'm it. glad you're on Team Seltzer because seltzer. I am also on Team Seltzer. Ooh, it is so good. And so right now, it just reminded me because I'm sipping on some right now. Just good old fashioned Acme store brand orange seltzer. It's so good. Mm. Love it. So good. Love it. Good. What's your favorite alcoholic beverage? Because uh, people should know you made some really fancy cocktails on Instagram Live oh. and I would tune in. I was so jealous we couldn't do like three people. I'd tune in to you and your friend <laughs> Ashley, right? And yes, I was yes. like, oh, they're having so much fun. They're having like these beautiful cocktails in the middle of a pandemic. And here I am just watching their great lives while I sit here without Great one. lives. <laughs> oh my God. Our great lives in the privacy of our own homes individually. <laughs> <laughs> but you made a good um, looking drink. Thank you. I love all kinds of cocktails. I don't know that I have like a favorite one, but like typically my go-to 
um, is either like an old fashioned or like a glass of like Prosecco. Yeah, I guess mm. I land somewhere around there, but I, I switch it up all the time. Yeah, I started oh, making I a lot. I got a bar things. cart. I mean, it started from like making Ooh. a cocktail to now we have a bar cart, which will probably get thrown out when the bike comes. But, you know, it, the, <laughs> it really changed over time. Um, let me see my other questions that yeah, yeah. I have here. Okay. Oh, this was funny. I don't understand this. Scott, we got to shout out this Scott. Someone named Scott Joy said, what has been your favorite entertainment this year? That probably wouldn't have happened if not for the pandemic. I don't know if that's like a show Ooh. or a movie or something that you like. Like something that we've been following. So one of my favorite um, sources of entertainment this pandemic season has been from my mother. Um, just like checking in with her. And so <laughs> and like hearing her take on things. Sure. So like. Early on in, like, March, she would be like, oh, Lord, that Governor Cuomo, he just, he is so soothing. Uh-huh. He just makes you feel so much better about everything. I love it. Mom like, has a crush on Cuomo. So, oh, yeah, like, Cuomo. so the whole Cuomo sexual thing, mm-hmm. I feel like my mom was a big part of that. I love that for her. Honestly, that's funny. I've met oh, your mom. She She's still such a talks sweetheart. about it. She's so funny. So she's still like, so we'd always call her and check in and see how she's doing. And she would be like, I don't know. Cuomo says the schools aren't going out. Like she would always talk about it. And like, he was like our dad. Yeah. Like Cuomo says, don't go out. Cuomo says, are you washing your hands 20 seconds? Like everything was Cuomo said this. Cuomo said that. So that was, that was a big source of my entertainment. I love that. Other than that, I didn't watch any of the traditional, like I did not watch Tiger King. Oh God! Wow! Wow! No. Did you watch I didn't the vow? Watch any. Did not watch the vow. Like I didn't know, okay. no normal pandemic activities. Were you like reading books or something? <laughs> yeah. What? Are you- I, yeah. Actually, I, well, I was reading books. I've been I've been taking Spanish lessons. Oh my <laughs> God! Here she goes. She's coming out of production. She's gonna be a Spanish newscaster, multilingual tra- newscaster. You never know. You never know who's looking and what skills they might want you to have. So I'm trying to learn a language here. I, it's just crazy. Wow! I've been making <laughs> soups and like. You know, ironing I my love hair. That. Thank you. <laughs> ironing my hair. I love that for you. I love you as as the soup. You got to come out with a cookbook. I do, right? Yeah, it would be yeah. so great. Yeah, maybe that's I gonna will. Happen. It's, it's gonna, gonna happen. happen. That's good. I've been cooking a lot more than soups, but that's really what I like to showcase. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. I would. Love, I would buy it. Okay, thank you. <laughs> sold. <laughs> One sold. One sold. No, I've been tie-dyeing too, which is a lot. But. Yeah, I saw that too. Thank you. Love it's that. Hobby. That's cool. You guys. Hey, you, that's a skill. Thanks. Wait, no joke. I, I told Jared it. yesterday, I, we really want new art back here because this is a bad piece from the Beatles that like Jared had in his apartment before we started dating. And I told him I'm thinking of getting a key canvas because i'm inspired to paint a mural for our wall okay and he's like no he's like stop (laughs) i'm all about it i think you should do it jared what the hell let her express herself this is my new phase of quarantine where i'm like i'm gonna do it i'm gonna paint exactly what i want on the wall I think you but on do a it. canvas, right? Like not on the wall. Yeah, on a canvas. Yeah, at least yeah, we so rent. could take the canvas down. <laughs> yeah, if it turns out like crap. Anyway, you know, thank you for letting me run away. this by you guys because he, I think, I love will break it. up with me if I. <laughs> I'm gonna paint a mural. I said. 
Wait, I actually can not- paint and draw. I'm actually quite good, but you know. Well, not if you present it to him as a gift. <laughs> Then what can he do? It's a gift. It's oh from God. the heart. Your gift it's of your love. mask for your husband. I watched that like 14 <laughs> times. Did you see that, Ellen? <laughs> yeah, what was on it again? I can't remember. Oh, it was um, oh, me. a picture of you, oh, me. right? So it was our second wedding anniversary. And the if you go by like what the the old gifts are every year, it like it's something else. So year two was cotton. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, what can I get him that's cotton? So I was like, oh, a face mask is like pretty fitting for the world we live in. And then there were custom options. And I got a little carried away. So I put um, a photo of me in my wedding dress on it. And I wrote, I love my wife. Right. <laughs> That's so good. Did, See, does he wear it around? Then that night we had like dinner reservations. And so he was like putting it on. And I was like, no, wear it around other people, not me. And he was like, you wanted this. So yeah. I'm wearing this for you. Good for Steve. Yeah, throw it back. Now it's an embarrassing gift for all of us. Yeah, now it looks like I'm the one like make, making him wear this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like putting a leash on him, being like, ladies, he's <laughs> taken. I know. I so love that. Everyone so much. like gave him weird looks. And I was like, take it all. <laughs> Oh, my God. Came with a filter. It was legit. Oh. Okay. So, wait. We're going to end on one quick thing. We're doing a game now sure. or with our guests. It's a very quick mm-hmm. game because we are over time. But. Sorry. Here, That's my fault. No, it's my fault because I am having so much fun, like, catching up with you that I'm like, I'm, I'm just like, oh, right. We're on a time. But Ellen will cut it down. No. Yeah. <laughs> I can cut some of it. I'll just cut, like, everything in no, the middle. No. It's so good. People <laughs> no. are living for this. Okay. So we wanted to give you, okay, here are some very weird slash bad jobs in history. And we want okay. you to rank them from one that you would like to do the least to one that you would like to do the most if you had to choose one. Okay? Okay. okay. So here, here they are. Dog food taster, bounty okay. hunter, or sewer Ooh. cleaner? Oh, bounty hunter. 100%. 10 out of 10 out of 10. I That's would be number a damn. bounty hunter. I would be an okay. excellent bounty hunter. And then second um, place? Second place, what was it? Sewer cleaner? Sewer cleaner yeah. or dog food taster? Dog food taster <laughs> comes in second. Sewer cleaner, third. Yeah. Yeah. I think dog I would choose like the same. bougie, right? Dog food is bougie yeah. these days. It might be. Like Rachel yeah. Ray stuff has like peas and carrots in it. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. You could probably it's eat. Fancy. We can probably eat dog cookies at this point. Like they're yeah, like yeah. made of human stuff. Maybe we should. Maybe that's where we're at. <laughs> Maybe we should. Oh my god! Now I want to be a bounty hunter. I feel like I'm like <laughs> Actually, a private could, eye in my now own. Now that I'm thinking about right? it, like you could be. A, I could see you as a bounty hunter, right? 100%. And like with the name Gambino, like people yes. wouldn't mess yes. with me. Yes. Yeah. I do feel like I do a little bit of like home detective stuff on my own. <laughs> Really? I love it. Like stupid stuff. Like who left that package outside? Was it UPS or FedEx? I'm going to find out. There like we go. stupid things. Her courthouse um, but, days are coming back. She's like, I got this story. They're coming back. Hey. I'm ready. Um, this was so much fun. Thank you for doing this. This was. Oh, I'm thank so you happy. so much for having me on. This was so fun to talk about the the good old days and the not so good old days. I loved it. I loved hearing you lie about all your age and all your jobs. This was juicy. Yeah. This is a hot pod. This I loved hearing about your cool girl days. That was yeah. very... Cool girl days, yeah. Very tried. Cool. You're still a cool girl to us. Uh, and I wanted to ask you, where can people find you if they don't know, if they don't even know HQ, they just like the pod, which I'd be blown oh, away if that's... shoot. 
Yeah, well, you could find me on social media at Lauren underscore Gambino, I believe. Okay. Um, she's working on a new show. It's called Visit the USA. I get to travel around and um, go to different cities and, like, take in everything that there is to do. And so that is on visittheusa.com. There's also cool. a channel coming for it, and it's going to run as some ads on YouTube. So that's really fun. That's My amazing. first episode is up now. Oh, great. We're going to check it out. Yeah. That's so yeah. cool. Yeah. All right. It's fun. Well, that's it, guys. That is another episode of Unemployed with Anna Roisman and Ellen. Hey. She's hey. She's employed. <laughs> um, please don't forget to rate, review, you know, subscribe to the pod if you're just listening to this episode. There's a lot of other episodes out there. And uh, and I love you. I hope you have a happy holiday, even uh, even if you don't have a job. You know, we're all a little unemployed in the holidays. Okay, love you. Bye. What's up, everyone? It's Anna, and I am here with a little post-game episode. No, I'm just kidding. I'm here to tell you about our Patreon. We have an amazing Patreon. We're posting videos of all of our episodes every week, and everyone who donates to the Patreon is allowed to see those, and we would love for you to join in. But right now, I gotta give a shout-out to our patrons who are donating money to us, who we appreciate and we love. Shout-out to Lori Jackson, Jeannie Logan, Chris Arneson, Oscar Yuen, Ken Levin, Vic Terry and Jonathan Ediger. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much for supporting this podcast and me and Ellen and everyone else who out there who's unemployed. We really appreciate it. And if you want to join, you can just go to patreon.com slash unemployed podcast. And like you can just donate $5 a month or something really small, you know, anything, anything helps. And we love it. And we are here for you. And we will keep putting these out until until we're all so successful that we have absolutely no time to make a podcast. Just kidding. But check out the Patreon. Thanks. Love you. Bye.